Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2931, Minimalist Lifestyle, Five Life-Giving Truths from Years of Living with Less by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday if you're listening in real time and welcome to the podcast where I read to you covering mental health and self-help topics like mindfulness, happiness, productivity, and minimalism often on Mondays. And it is Monday, so let's get right to our Minimalist Monday post as we optimize your life. Minimalist Lifestyle, Five Life-Giving Truths from Years of Living with Less by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Quote, the process of living seems to consist in coming to realize truths so ancient and simple that if stated, they sound like barren platitudes. C.S. Lewis. The minimalist lifestyle is about living with only the things you need. Minimalists are free from the desire to buy and accumulate more. Instead, they find happiness in relationships and experiences. Memorial Day weekend years ago, I got my life back. I relived the scene a thousand times. I woke up with a simple job to do, clean out the garage. It's not a project out of the ordinary. In fact, I did it every spring. But on this particular Saturday, for the first time, I'd be introduced to the truth that I didn't have to. I'd be introduced to the minimalist lifestyle. Our lives were typical, work hard, make money, spend it on mortgage payments, fashionable clothes, nicer cars, cooler technology, and more toys for the kids. But when everything from my garage was piled high in the driveway while my son sat alone in the backyard, it was a conversation with my 80-year-old neighbor that opened my mind to a new way of thinking. She said it like this, maybe you don't need to own all that stuff. And a minimalist was born. In that moment, I made a life-changing realization. Everything I owned had not brought meaning, purpose, fulfillment, or lasting joy into my life. In fact, not only were my possessions not bringing me joy, they were actually distracting me from it. We immediately began pursuing a minimalist lifestyle by removing the unnecessary possessions from our home and lives. This journey towards this simple lifestyle has been far more life-changing and life-giving than I expected. The possessions in our lives define who we are on a far deeper level than we realize. And as a result, the process of removing them teaches us valuable truths about ourselves and the lives we live. As I consider the years and all that I have learned, the following life-giving truths 
reveal themselves as the most significant. Life-giving truths about the minimalist lifestyle. Number one, desiring less is even more valuable than owning less. Minimalism has many amazingly practical benefits into our lives. It costs less, it requires less time and energy to maintain, it brings freedom, rest, peace, and calm into a hectic world, and it provides greater opportunity to pursue our truest passions. But I've found over the years, the desire to own less is even more valuable than owning less. Over time, I've been able to remove myself from the incessant desire for more, even in a society that idolizes consumerism at every turn. And when our life's desire shifts away from pursuing physical possessions, we're finally free to pursue lasting worth with all our heart. Number two, allow the journey towards less inward. Dropping off a handful of clothes at goodwill is not hard. Dropping off a full van load of unused possessions is not even that difficult. But pulling up to the goodwill drop-off for the fourth time with a van load of completely unnecessary possessions initiates a lot of soul-searching. The journey toward minimalism runs through the heart and soul. Correctly pursued, it forces us to ask some hard questions in deep places about our most intimate motivations in life. Why did I buy all these clothes? Why did I buy a house with rooms we never use? Why do I still flip through the ads every Sunday even though I own so much already? Why am I still envious of my neighbor's stuff? These are hard questions to ask with no easy answers, but the darkest truth is that unfortunately, far too many people will never even ask them. Number three, the potential of minimalism lies in the addition, not the subtraction. Minimalism is not the goal. Minimalism is, after all, less about the things you remove and more about the things you add. The potential of minimalism lies in what you choose to pursue with your life in place of material possessions. Choose contentment. Pursue gratitude and generosity. Invest in relationships. Grow spiritually. Discover truth. And find purpose. Your life is far too valuable to waste chasing possessions, and you'll discover this life-giving truth as soon as you stop. Number four, minimalism will always vary. I live with 33 articles of clothing, but Leo Babauta lives without a toaster, microwave, or paper towels. Sarah Wilson does the same, and Daniel Suelo lives without money. I'm very thankful for Leo, Sarah, and Daniel because I'm inspired by those who own less. They cause me to reevaluate my presumptions and strive towards even greater intentionality. But I've long since removed the comparisons. I am called to live a different life than them. I have different values, different passions, and different pursuits. As a result, my minimalism is always going to look different. Minimalism is the intentional promotion of the things we most value and the removal of anything that distracts us from it. And by definition, this means minimalism will always look different. And number five, we can change lives. We can change the world. I sat behind a computer screen years ago and started this blog with just a few keystrokes. It was to be nothing more than an online journal of my journey towards minimalism, but along the way, something unexpected happened. People started reading and found new life because of it. 
The inspiration continues to grow both through this blog and in my life. This is a far better way to live than most people realize. It is available to anyone who hears the message of living with less and chooses to accept it with their whole lives. May the invitation to a minimalist lifestyle continue to change lives and ultimately the world. This is my hope. You just listened to the post titled Minimalism Lifestyle, Five Life-Giving Truths from Years of Living with Less by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Thank you to Joshua. A good point that owning less is one thing, but actually desiring less is another totally different thing. Diana over on our other podcast, Optimal Finance Daily, says this a lot, that it's not just about having a car that's over a decade old, It's more about the fact that she doesn't even desire a new car. That's sort of the next level of minimalism because we can declutter a ton, but then if we're unhappy because we still want some type of luxury item, we kind of miss the point. It's not about removing items. It's about removing those wants that cause unnecessary suffering because we're constantly looking for more or the next dopamine hit. And then as Joshua pointed out, it's gonna look different for everybody. There's the Colin Wright type who at one point could stuff everything he owned in a backpack, but then Joshua, today's author, lives with more, as does Corny Carver and others with families. It's really up to you, but if you can come back to those wants and really opt out of it and wanting certain things just because, you'll likely opt out of unnecessary suffering. So thank you to Joshua for the reminder. Hope you have a great start to your week if you're listening in real time, and thank you for listening. I'll see you tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.